0: This was a large week for releases and for me going to the theater, because I went to the movies four times last week, Hot dang. Um, which was good. It was fun. Uh, it was a lot. I found myself seeing the same people over and over at the ticket <laughs> thing, and I was like, hey, man, I'm hey, back man. <laughs> alone. We're going to see Pearl. Um, so I guess I'll start with Pearl. I went and saw Pearl on Sunday, which is Ty West's prequel to X, starring me, Goth, um, and it's it's fantastic. If you're into this type of movie, it's exactly what you want. Ty West is clearly somebody who has a command and a respect for the medium and the genre of horror because mm-hmm. he takes everything, like he doesn't steal from things, but he very clearly pays homage to everything that came before it. Um, and Mia Goth, man, I don't know where she came from. Like I yeah. remember seeing her in like a Cure for Wellness and a couple things early on, but she is unreal. She's an astonishing actor. Um, yeah, and she has like I believe a ten minute single take, no cut monologue at the end of this movie. Oof. That is like one of the best things I've seen all year.
1: Do you think it's a uh, muse kind of situation between her and Ty West, like? Yeah, you know, like a, a Quentin Uma kind of situation.
0: It's possible because, like, she's an executive producer on this movie. She also helped him write this movie, and I believe it would make sense that she's helping to write Maxine, which is mm-hmm. the third movie in this trilogy. Um, It, it would make sense because they seem to really be on the same wavelength about this. Like, they match their styles perfectly. And it's a really fun, if you like this type of th- I. It's so weird calling horror movies fun because you're like, it's pretty disturbing and like very gruesome and like disgusting but also it's just a lot of fun and watching her on screen it's just like this is very clearly like a sissy space type of thing going on here or like a Shelley Duvall like this is a scream queen like this is a like a very very specific type of um, performance and I want to see her do more of this stuff but I want to see what else she can do too because she I've only seen her in X and Pearl recently and ah She's blowing me away. So I can't wait to yeah. see what else she does here. She's married to Shia LaBeouf and has a child mm-hmm. with him, which is very concerning to me. Not
1: everybody take the next two weeks to unpack that.
0: <laughs> yes. So, whole other thing. But go see Pearl. It's really, really great. I also have to mention that I went and I saw Avatar in IMAX 3D on Saturday night. <sighs> And I was dead wrong, man. I've been literally telling people that Avatar is a trash movie for like 10 years. It's <laughs> it's just...
1: When was the last time you saw something in 3D?
0: <sighs> Probably like that same Sam Raimi like Oz movie from like 2013. Mm. So, <laughs> so it's very been a while. Time. Yeah. And that's the other thing. I'm like, I feel like this only really works on the biggest screen possible with really loud speakers and maybe in 3d. I don't know if that really heightened my experience or not, but yeah. it was something to behold. And me and my roommate were literally like planning on leaving early. Cause we were like, I'm sure sh- it's two hours 45. Like yeah. I'm sure we're going to get done it's with huge. this. Yeah. Uh, no, I was engaged the entire time. And by the end we were looking at each other. Like, are you kidding me? We were been telling people this movie sucks. This movie yeah. rips. Um, and it's great and they showed us 5 minutes of uh footage from the new one too which the big thing about the first avatar is that the VFX are so good yeah. that they 100% hold up and overtake everything that's come out this year like yeah. nothing even holds a candle to that which is pretty shocking for a movie yeah. that came out in 2008 so i don't know if you if you were like me and just hated avatar because you, you, like we saw it when you were 13 and it's you know wasn't everything that people thought it was you know uh it's it's pretty it's pretty james cameron doesn't make bad movies yeah and i should have known that
1: you know <laughs> well my my remembrance of it and i do want to revisit it before uh before the next one but my yeah. remembrance of it is like it is one of those things that you're just in the world and as soon as you come out then you can start picking apart like y- yeah this is the script is like not the newest it's, like yeah
0: the dialogue like, is, you know, <laughs> it's
1: just the the total immersion of it is what sold it, you know,
0: right. And that's what he does best, you know, with his yeah. Terminator movies, with his Alien movies. Like he puts you there. And, Titanic, and there's yeah. A Titanic, like you're one hundred percent there. And I think that's why it works so well. So I mean, hey, I mean, check it out. I guess I don't think Jim Cameron needs more money on the Avatar <laughs> uh, gross He's here,
1: but <laughs> get get back up the the uh, highest. Um, selling movies of all time list he's 100%. dropped down a couple so you know let's get another one going
0: it's true he needs another one and who knows avatar 2 3 billion dollars i mean who knows so yeah that's a couple things i've been checking out what have you been checking out
1: this week willis <laughs> well if i knew you were gonna make me follow avatar um, <laughs> well <laughs> i watched a movie that i had a roller coaster with uh it's one that i've just kind of had like it kind of piqued my interest when it first came out and I was like, oh, that could be cool to watch sometime. And then I was <laughs> like, uh, it probably won't be that good. One day I'll just hit play on it. And I just hit play on it last week. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a movie from 2018 called Hunter Killer. It's a oh. submarine movie. Oh. Um. I've been on a okay. weird like war kick recently. I don't know why. All right. Um, All right. I guess I haven't. I'm like looking at my list. You're like, no, you haven't. But um, it's a submarine movie. I like went into it being like this is gonna not be good. Yeah. The first like two minutes, I'm like, oh, this is really gonna not be good. Oh. And then they had like an opening s- like thing. Mm-hmm. Then I went, oh shit, this movie could be fucking amazing. Oh. And then the movie was terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who's I like? Uh, it, who's in it,
1: it? Uh, it's Gerard Butler. Um, ah. It's Gary Ullman just being Gary Ullman and it commons in it. Like it's what? the weirdest okay. casting. Um, but like it did some really interesting action stuff with the uh-huh. submarines in the beginning. And then it was just like, there was nothing else there. Like <sighs> every character has no depth whatsoever. Like yeah, they start to build. So Gerard Butler plays the captain of this, uh, submarine and like the big, be- they begin with like, Oh yeah, he, he didn't go to Annapolis. He, you know, has just been on submarines. He's one of them. And he gives this whole speech and literally that's it for character development, like end of line, you know, and that's like the main character. (laughs) And like, there's all these other characters that you're like, yep, Russian president. Here you go. Of course, Um, you know, Russian rogue general, uh,
0: right. Captain of a destroyer,
1: you know, got common plays. Like, I don't even know what common, he was like a guy in Washington that was like doing shit. That affected the, I don't know. It, it like, says
0: R.A. John Fisk. What's R.A.?
1: What do you mean? What, what are you looking at?
0: I'm just looking at his, he plays R.A. Oh, re- oh,
1: yeah. Rear Admiral. Yeah. Oh, okay. All so right. Navy Man. Gotcha. Yeah. Not a good movie. <sighs> I, had, I had hope for like a minute and then it was like, uh, okay. Well, that's the thing. When you see
0: Gary Oldman and Gerard Butler, you're like, "This literally could go either way." Like yeah. they've made some stinkers, and they've both made really good movies. And yeah. I guess this is in that other pile. Um, yeah. so, Where did you watch it on? Just so I can steer uh, clear. <laughs> I don't remember. I feel like it. It was like a just. I think it was cool. Like oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Hunter Killer. That sounds, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll not be checking it out.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Linda like um, Cardellini. yeah she plays like an nsa person that's there that's just there literally i think just to get around like a plot point of oh they like cut off their Mm -hmm. communication and she like Ah. types something into a computer is like now you have NSA communication links and you're like oh my
0: god okay cool jesus all right well won't be checking out hunter killer on hulu two hours oh my god
1: yeah yeah And then the other thing I watched that was really terrible um, that I had more hope for, Mm
0: -hmm. but then
1: arguably was worse, um, is a movie called King of Thieves.
0: Yeah. Have
1: you seen this with Michael Caine?
0: Oh, King of Thieves.
1: Yeah. No. Um, It's Jim Broadbent? Ray Winstone? Yeah. The cast is amazing. Michael Um,
0: Gambon? What the hell? Charlie
1: Cox. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the cast is really amazing. It's basically about... It's based on a true story. It's about these guys that... um These old-timers that pulled off, like, the biggest heist in, like, British history. That they sucks. stole something like $33 million of gold from, like, the jewelry district in London. Oh, um, man. I was... Like, I had hope for it mm-hmm. going in because it's directed by James Marsh, who right, did Theory, Theory of, of everything. everything. Yeah. Um But it's, a, like... It's this weird thing where the heist is done in the middle of the movie.
0: Ah, okay.
1: And then there's like an hour and 15 minutes of squabbling between the guys. And like, it just became, I didn't know who I, I didn't know where everyone was. I didn't know what, like the biggest thing I could say is like, I was getting confused about whose names, were, like who was who i was like wait Uh, was that yeah ben was that and it was just like after a a few scenes of me not knowing really what's going on there i was just Mm like i this movie should be over already like right right you know like everything the second half of this movie is should have been the like last 20 minutes you know like the the third act right and it was just like on and on and on. i was like i don't yeah so oh that's
0: brutal man yeah the cast the filmmaker like that should have been a slam dunk the the, the topic like the subject is pretty cool yeah like that should have been yeah. sick
1: damn not so much
0: ah all right so king of thieves is a no yeah two Definitive passes no. for me
1: um, damn this week. yeah
0: wow well you know what you gotta watch bad movies to really appreciate the good ones so that's true
1: <laughs> it's true
0: well i checked out a couple more things. I'll leave one of them for last, and I don't know how much I want to talk about it because you haven't seen it, and I want you to see it before we really dive into this. But uh, the first thing is... Saw Top uh, Gun again. Saw Top Gun for a third time, and it was amazing. No, it was... Uh, I saw The Woman King, the Gina ah. Prince-Bythewood, uh, basically, war film. Um, Really, really strong. Yeah. In, and it's funny because movies like this can be pretty heavy-handed. Basically, it's about this... Uh, I don't even know what to call them. It's, about, it's basically this all-female squad of warriors that protects this empire, um, mm-hmm. which the king of the empire is John Boyega, the leader of the warriors, which are the agoji, is Viola Davis, and they just carry out hits. They protect the empire, and they, do, they basically run reconnaissance, and they're the ones that people are afraid of, essentially, which is really, really cool. But some movies like this can be really heavy-handed with the way that they're dealing with things, this movie is just a good time. It's not too in your face about stuff. It is really, really fun. The action sequences are incredibly well done. The acting across the board, every single person does their job. I would like to see Viola Davis get another nom for this. Yeah. I don't know that she will because it wasn't like it wasn't one of those performances from her that I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I, I feel like she might just because of the subject matter. Can you fact think she- of
1: like the scene that they would play as the clip? That's usually my barometer of like, you know, what? that would be the scene they play.
0: I can. There's actually a couple that I'm like, she's going for it because her character is very um, interior. Like her feel, mm-hmm. she doesn't, she's got to be this tough badass. And so a lot of the stuff that's going on is in her head and in her emotions. And when she brings it out, that's when I'm like, oh, she could, she could potentially get a nomination for this. Yeah. Uh, hmm. But it's but it's a great movie. So I think if you're looking for just a good time at the movies, this is a really strong one. It's fun. You love to get you love to see um, slave traders just get absolutely mutilated, which is great, you know. <laughs> um, and every single person is great. Lashana Lynch is great. Uh, Sheila Atim is great. Um, this newcomer, which is uh, Tuso Mbedi, is. Mm-hmm absolutely amazing she plays like this 19 year old girl who gets taken in by the empire and becomes one of the agoji absolutely unbelievable she holds her own against viola davis like they have a lot of scenes together and she does hold her own and if anybody should get a nomination i feel like she should she's too young i feel like they won't give someone like this a nomination but she is absolutely stunning in this movie so um yeah guys the woman king please check it out it's really really solid and it definitely holds up against stuff like gladiator like it's one of those movies i'm like yes it's a war movie that is also really really good you know so yes the woman king and the last movie i'm just gonna mention here because we're gonna talk about it or we did talk about it in our pixel splitters prime uh is don't worry darling i checked it out i went on thursday night uh completely sold out showing literally in iMAX mm-hmm. on Thursday, which is a good which is a good sign for um, yeah. the box office
1: <sighs> mm.
0: i I'm not a huge fan of this movie for a lot of different reasons. I'm not going to give you all of them because I want you to make your own assumptions. but people are liking this movie a lot and I think that it's a movie that will play really well to casual movie audiences because it has the like veil of being deep without actually having big ideas in it. So I think people are going to latch on to that. Florence mm. Pugh is really good in it. Chris Pine's really good in it. Harry Styles is in it, you know? Um, so it's one of those things. It is just a baffling movie to me though. I can't wait <laughs> till you see it. Cause I'm just like, what were you going for? <laughs> like, what yeah. were you doing here? But I've talked to my friends and they're like, oh, I loved it. And I'm like, okay, so maybe it's just, I don't know, it's mm. one of those things. But if you I, think critically about it.
1: <sighs> I did notice that um, its uh, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is like 30% and its fan score is like 79%. Right. Which, which is, makes yeah. sense.
0: I mean, it's it's one of those movies, it's very fan servicey in a lot of ways. And again, I think it's a movie that people are going to come out of going like, wow, like, the themes, the ideas, and then yeah. I came out of it being, like, the themes and ideas were just crisscrossing each other that didn't make any sense. Like, it's yeah. one of those things. So, I don't know. It's, like, a really long Black Mirror episode, so that's kind of interesting. <laughs> and Florence Pugh I, was really good. She will definitely not get a nomination for this, though. I She has another movie coming out that I believe she will get nominated for, but this just is not going to be yeah. it. And Harry Styles, nobody can convince me he's good in this movie. He's, he's not.
1: I'm <laughs> I am ill convinced that Harry Styles is a good actor.
0: I he's not. He could be. He could get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's untrained. He's yeah. He, he's he's going up against the only two people he shares screen time with in an intimate setting is Florence Pugh and Chris Pine, and they're yeah, chewing is... it up. And he's just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. You know, like, uh, and you can hey, see I'm in Harry his Styles. face, yeah. <laughs> there's just nothing going on there, and I'm like, ah. And meanwhile, Florence Pugh's like, just you know, you know how she is. She's amazing. So, yeah. So yeah, I think people should go see this movie, though. I do because I want Olivia Wilde to keep making movies. I think that this was a bump in the road, and I think the production was troubled, and I think there was a lot of things going on. But I think that she still has a lot to offer the filmmaking world, and I think the script just wasn't strong, and she didn't write the script, so that's not her fault. Yeah. And so, go see it. You know, go see it. I wasn't a fan, but you might be. So. So it's one of those things. All right. (laughs) So, yeah. Heavy week at the theater. Yeah.